So I'm back now, and I guess I'm going to continue my kind of talk about balls. <laughs> Never gets old. Uh, so the thing is, the kind of the tradition with the balls is that you generally eat something before you go, um, and then you show up usually around 8 or 9 o'clock, and you, you sit at your table or you have a standing, you're just standing somewhere. Uh, and then they have this kind of big opening where there are the debutantes and they wear all white and with the Cavaliers who are their, uh, I guess, escorts. And it's kind of like the coming out of, you know, in the South when you've got these debutante balls, it's, it's something similar. Uh, but, but this is Europe. So most of these girls aren't, you know, they've been on the scene. This is not um, you know, like they're finally being introduced to society. Based, depending on the ball, uh, it'll be the children of someone who is maybe on the board or someone important. Uh, the one at the Staatsoper, the, the open ball, that's that's they've got some some big wig kids there, and uh, they do this kind of little dance, and then they do the waltz, and then the floor is opened, and everybody can start waltzing. I don't know how to waltz to this day, which is tragic, so I think maybe this year I'm really going to try to learn how to do it. I'm sure there's a YouTube tutorial, so I can give that a whirl. <laughs> that was good play, good word, good word to use. Anyway, so the, the, the dance floor is open, everyone dances, you've got live bands, you've got generally different areas. Um, in the venue where you can go to a disco and everyone looks just absolutely fabulous and it's great for people watching and you see some dresses and you go wow that 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 might fall down or wow that's incredible how much did you spend and it's it's really it's it's spectacular uh, I'm using that word a lot and uh, you know at midnight they do this thing called the midnight quadrille which you know I think I've written about it before where it pretty much looks like Jane Austen on crack and all these people line up and you've got someone kind of directing them and teaching them how to do this this kind of old dance and it it looks spectacular to watch it. I, I still have not partaken in a midnight quadrille. Then you generally have different places selling sausages and beer and wine. And so you kind of, you get a little drunk. It's a ball. And they usually shut down around three o'clock in the morning. And then people go to the coffee houses. Or if you're like me, you try to find a taxi and head home and cry because your feet have died. And you mourn that. And the next day you stay in bed. So it is quite a commitment. It's like going to a really amazing wedding. So ball season will be starting in a few months. I cannot wait. And, uh, I think maybe this season I might just go to one. Last year I went to two and it was a little bit too much for me. I'm aging. So I guess that's what is one of the biggest things about Vienna. You do have these incredible balls. <laughs> okay, I'm done. That's I'm finished with that. I guess the next thing to talk about is the, um, the term Gemütlichkeit. And this is kind of the German version or the Austrian version of the term Hüge which was really on trend the last year or so. It's this idea of comfort. Um, you're comfortable. And I think it, this it ties into the coffee houses and it ties into taking these long hikes. There's a sense of comfort. And uh, I think they really enjoy their lives. I mean, they might bitch about them, but they generally are quite satisfied with life. I know it might not seem that way when you hear them complaining about everything, but there is a real enjoyment to life. And I think the term Gemütlichkeit, which is terrible for me to say, I can barely pronounce it. It's, it's, it's kind of like the, 
it's it's hygge. So I'm going to make that a trend. It's going to be hashtag Gemütlichkeit. Yeah, watch it happen. Watch it go viral. Another thing that I find really charming in Vienna are these plastic bags. Now, this is something that maybe exists in other cities but or in other countries, but I've pretty much only seen this in Austria. So newspapers are kept in plastic bags around the city, kind of stuck to a pole, and there's a little coin box, and you go and you put your coins in, and then you magically open the plastic bag and you take a newspaper. I mean, this is this is trust. Um, this is something that works apparently. I don't I don't know how. And uh, I kind of think that if you don't put money in, some woman, some elderly lady will like come around the corner and beat you with her cane. I think that's kind of how people follow through with this. But it's uh, it's kind of charming to see that people will actually put coins in and then open the plastic bag and take their newspaper. I, that's that's a lot of trust. And it kind of works the same with the, the subway system and the fact that you don't actually have to go past any controller to get on the U-Bahn. But when you do that, you will be caught because they have these kind of undercover people who will charge you a lot of money if you're riding illegally. Um, yeah, high crime in Vienna, high crime. I guess another thing would be the um, the Wiener Schnitzel. This is kind of the the their their big meal, their big show, and um, I think it's also in Milan. They they argue that it belongs to them, but the Viennese went ahead and just called it Wiener Schnitzel, so that it's very clear it's from Vienna. And it's funny because I don't have Schnitzel that often, and then when I have it, I go, Oh my god, this is like the best thing. This is literally deep fried meat, and this is incredible. Uh, and then I, I forget about it. And then again, it's, it's, I'm a goldfish when it comes to this. There are a couple of places that I think have the best schnitzel. And one of the places is Skopik und Lohn, which is a place I was able to kind of do a little review of for um, the online magazine Vienna Verschelstand. And I thought it was amazing. I thought this was a great place. It's in the second district. It's a really lovely restaurant. And I have to say that was probably the best Wiener schnitzel I had had in Vienna. And another place I kind of like is a place called Cafe Ansengrube, which is this kind of a bizarre place. It's in the fourth district and it's a mixture of journalists and students and Tova. And they actually have this pretty amazing Wiener Schnitzel. So big fan. And it's an odd place to go. And it, you go there after midnight and you might need to get like a rabies shot, but it's a really cool place. So if you are in looking for something interesting to check out, that's kind of an interesting place to go. Not always the nicest people serving you, but it is, I, I like the place. I actually think it's fantastic. And uh, yeah, so that's, I guess, Wiener Schnitzel would be top of the list. Um, the next thing would be the term thin. This is a wind. This is, you know, good wind, Vindabona. So look at this tying everything together. This is incredible. I'm so good at this. No, I'm not. This is awful. So a fun is actually a type of wind that the Viennese will talk about. And there's this kind of a theory that maybe it drives you mad because it's this consistent wind that doesn't give up. It can be, I think, like of a warmer temperature. And the city is windy and it can drive you nuts. I haven't worn a flippy skirt in years. I just not taking the risk. I can't there are children around. So the fun is very, very famous, and that also ties into drafts. Now, drafts are awful because apparently people think that causes every type of ailment. I mean, AIDS from a draft, 
cancer from a draft. I'm being completely sarcastic, but drafts, not no bueno here in Austria. They do not like a draft. And I remember going to hot yoga where they put the temperature up to 40 degrees. I go to Yoga Loft. It's this great place uh, just down the street. And it's in the, it's in a loft. And it's like an old factory. And you've got ceilings that are probably about five meters high. And there was a ceiling fan. And the teacher asked somebody to kind of move up a little bit uh, in the class. And the guy looked up and he's like, no, I can't can't be under the fan. I'll, I'll get sick. I'm like, it's 40 degrees. It's a jungle. You're going to get your, you'll, you'll get like mushroom growth, but you're not going to get a cold. Oh my gosh. So we always kind of joke when somebody says seat, which is the term of pretty much a draft is hitting you. And listen, drafts aren't pleasant, but they're, they're not that dangerous. So I, I'm always amused by it. And I guarantee you probably in about 10 years, I will end up getting sick from a draft and then I will feel like a complete asshole. So um, I'm going to take another little break and then we'll do the last part of what makes Vienna different if I can think of anything else because I feel like I'm covering the main things I wrote down and panicking a little to find something else. So I'll be back. <laughs> 